Hi everyone, this is Aaron, and you are listening to the Sound Words Podcast, the official podcast of musicun.com. Today's guest is Endora Pan, a worship leader at FCBC Walnut. In this episode, we talk about Endora leading worship at our recent young adult retreat, a weekend trip with her small group, and taking a break from serving in turf, our college fellowship. Thanks for listening. Endora, we just came back from the Young Adults in Transit Retreat at Murrieta Hot Springs. How was your experience? I really enjoyed it. Um, I went, and I haven't actually gone to IT, I'll be honest. I haven't gone to IT in quite a while before the retreat. I did go after the retreat to support someone sharing their testimony um, for membership. But um, I just thought retreat was good. One, two, that's kind of how I got got plugged into OCBC to begin with. But I really wanted to meet new people at this retreat, which I definitely did because there's just a ton of newcomers and the younger generation of IT goers um, that I haven't met. But also, I feel like I got to spend a lot of time with like you guys, like with you and Jeff and you know, Hanley and Merrill. I mean, there was a lot of free time. Yes. <laughs> so I think it was a really nice and chill retreat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I enjoyed that. Um, who did you drive there with and who did you room with? Oh, I drove with Mark and, and Ricky. So we were there calling them out on the podcast. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we drove down, um, together and then rooming with, I was with Jen Lowe with Nora and then with Emily Takei. Oh, okay. Nice. Girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did yeah, no, it was nice. There was actually only four people total in our room. Yeah, it's a small room. Yeah, someone just, I think someone else was assigned, but they wanted to be in a different room, which is all good. <laughs> it was really nice. Honestly, it was, we felt a little bit more spoiled because uh, in our cabin, we had two restrooms. So only, like, basically only two girls shared one bathroom. All right, right, right. That's a good ratio. Yeah. So we're very spoiled. <laughs> um, I do want to talk to you about worship there i guess music ministry there but before we do mm. that that that's this is kind of fitting because like you and i met at retreat and we did music or it wasn't yes. we weren't doing music i guess i was doing music and that's how we met yes. because yeah because um jess said hey you should listen to her sing or whatever but we know that story but i guess it's yes. fitting because now it's like oh like it's been a while now and here you was are that like five years ago, five or six years ago. It I has think? to be at least six years ago, because this was like either before me and Jess got married or right after we got married. Oh, I think it was right after. I think you mm. guys just got married. Yeah, it, it seems like fitting because like now, instead of you being in the congregation, you're like serving on team and mm-hmm. it's not me leading. <laughs> it's it's a uh, it's some it's other people. <laughs> you leading. passed the baton. I, I did. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I guess so. I guess so. In a way. In a way. But yeah. Tell me about your experience leading music. So my experience. I think I didn't really know what to expect. Um, I the only thing I really knew going into it was when I was scheduled to sing, um, and I knew I was only singing. You know, because I didn't play anything, but. I think what I learned from it was one, um, I guess, to be flexible. <laughs> I mean, as a worship leader, you're always flexible because uh, you don't just practice. I don't know about practice or just things may go wrong. Um, but I think really for this retreat, because we weren't able to practice beforehand, 
and and for the sessions. And for me personally, it was my first time leading with those people without you there, like as the leader. <laughs> I mean, I've served with all of them, but not when they were leading. Right, by right, themselves. Right. So I think right. it was actually, I guess it was humbling. I didn't realize until after, but I was like, oh yeah, I was like the oldest person on that team. Um, <laughs> it is a weird and, feeling when you're the oldest on the team, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's not, <laughs> it's not like it really mattered, but I think because I've never played with them, like practice or play with them under their leadership before, I had to be flexible to get used to it very quickly. Does that make sense? Because really, we only had about maybe half an hour at most to practice. And so the, the there's no, I mean, there's chemistry together as just teammate members yeah. however you call it yeah but it's yeah. a different chemistry to build upon when you're like the team member and they're the leader does that I, make sense yes I, yeah I and totally getting used to their saying. styles and their ways of leadership um, you learn a lot about that person's or persons because it was more than one so i would say overall it was a good learning experience for me um there were times where i myself i know that i struggled because i felt like I didn't, I wasn't prepared, wrestled with just even my own heart attitude doing it. Um, but it was, again, it was a learning experience, I think, for all of us. I definitely have, like, feedback, <laughs> which I think we talk, you know, like, just feedback in terms of, like, learning. Also, what does it mean to be a good worship leader, mm. right? I think mm. it's always good because mm-hmm. it's one thing to... Uh, be under someone's leadership, but also another to think about, well, if I was the worship leader, I technically am, even though I'm not the one creating the set, right? It's, yeah, if your heart really matters. Um, and how is your own personal walk with God? Because um, before you can lead the congregation to sing or play or worship God through music, uh, you have to make sure you're okay. Yeah. I, okay, you said you said a couple things there that I want to kind of elaborate on. The first is that, like, yeah, I I know that like our Sunday team. I think we did build up a chemistry, and I think we're continuing to build it up because you guys know like how I operate, and mm-hmm. we kind of have like a certain way we play the songs. And I think that you know, like, okay, if Aaron's singing, then that means I'm gonna harmonize in this way, you know, or if like this person's singing, then I I need to harmonize, or if it's my turn to take the lead then I really got to step it up, you know? So I, I think right. you do kind of know your role in the Sunday team atmosphere that we that we built up. Mm-hmm. And we're still building that up, right? Trying to add strings and, you know, trying to take on new vocalists. But like, yeah, we, we've been doing this for a while, Endora. We really have. And so like, I, I am thankful for that. But then the other thing too, is that, yeah, being part of the team means that, you know, you're not just a vocalist, you're a worship leader too. You know, like, I don't think the pressure is all on like me, like the guy with the guitar and singing the main part to be the the, the main leader. You know, I think we're all yeah, yeah. on stage, right? Like everybody's looking at everybody. And so um, I think it's also fair, therefore, because I see you guys as like, not just like, oh, you know, some random person that's singing, but like another leader to provide feedback and to like critique and also to say like what you see in the congregation that's working or what's not working. And so, you know, I hope that like that on our Sunday team that I kind of facilitate sort of that type of atmosphere and also just me personally, you know, like I don't want to be perceived as like the guy where it's like, oh, I can't tell Aaron anything. At least if you tell me something, maybe I'll give you like a, 
an answer about what I think, but I, I, I want you to know at least that I'm open to hearing you. Right. Yeah. No, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And I appreciate that you record, especially when we play on Sundays, you record our mixtapes. Yeah, like got that. you. That's how we get better. Oh, that reminds me. I got to send you guys. Did I send you guys the tapes? Retreat. No, I don't really want to hear it. Oh, I, gotta send it. I still have it. I got to send it to you. I got to send it to you guys. Yeah, I, I will. I will. After this, I will send it to you. Or maybe when we release this podcast, it will be fitting then actually. But we'll, we'll, yeah. see. we'll see. I have it. I have it. I will say it was a joy to sing songs that were new to me and mm, not mm. part of the usual maybe Sunday playlist. That's a fair, um, that's a fair thing. But it was, yeah, I think it was, it was like definitely humbling because i mean it's been a while since i even led worship in it so the vibe is different and the audience is different i forgot about that so maybe from my own my heart like i wasn't as prepared what do you mean like versus Um, a sunday you mean yeah like a sunday i feel like yeah you're right we have a groove going on you kind of know what to expect but just coming into a situation especially with retreat it was kind of like an adventure we just went into it hoping we get time to practice. Um, and if it didn't happen, if we just ran out of time, uh, then the spirit led us, I mm-hmm. guess. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, honestly, I thought you guys did great. I, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I was able to sing along and, you know, like, I think I think worship in my heart. You know, I, I, I really, I appreciated it. I think all you guys, I, you guys had a small team. It was like, what, you? And yeah. so, yeah, that, that's a small team by by our Sunday standards. But I think that you guys all played your roles and I think you guys all like shined and contributed to it. So I thought I was blessed by it. And thank you. Yeah. And that's really the purpose of it all, right? Is that <laughs> we have to help you be, help the congregation be able to sing. Absolutely. So if you felt like you could sing then and wasn't distracting and then that was good. <laughs> <laughs> very true, Andor, very true. <laughs> I do always appreciate your high standards. So wait a minute. <laughs> Okay, we kind of talked about this a little bit. Do you think that your standards were always so high even before? Or do you think that like they lowered or raised ever since you and I started playing music together? Mm, I think you helped me raise my standards. (laughs) I don't know if that's helping you or like hindering you. I will say, I think I already personally because i'm a prideful person have high mm, standards mm, same I, same i do seek perfection mm, mm. um that's a that's a struggle for me i like things to be perfect the way i envision it <laughs> um that's why i think if there are errors or mistakes that's that's always the most humbling thing for yeah. me and I dwell on <laughs> yeah. the most. um but i think seeing you and be able to work with you and i really appreciate your style and that when we come to practice you pretty much already have everything set up already and mm. you already in your head like you give us musical freedom to do right. that yeah to add a harmony there or to maybe make it our own style but at the same time you're really clear on what you envision mm. it just sound like if that makes sense so, yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, I have a really i have like that. a roadmap how i want it to be and like i kind of know yeah. the players and like yeah. what, what and you you're really bad at with somebody every else single player yeah, yeah yeah you listen to every single player i do i do um, <laughs> i do everybody's yeah. crucial everybody has a role <laughs> And I mean, even though I was in choir before, I'm not quite sure if I really listened to other people as much as I, I did on our Sunday team now. I feel like you kind of trained me that way. Well, that's something that I had to build up too, because like, I think when you just first start leading, you're only concerned about yourself, right? And how right. you sound. Uh-huh. But I think if you're like the, you know, the main leader or whatever, right? Um, the arranger or whatever, and you're like, 
and you're presenting like the team to the congregation and to God, then you need to be aware of what everybody else is doing. Cause it's not just you, like the, the whole sound is everybody included, you know? Right. But yeah, I'm glad that I, I guess I helped you or hindered you, I guess, from <laughs> raising your standards. <laughs> I mean, the standard thing it is, I think, I do think it's important, especially cause we're on stage. Of course, there's everybody has their own internal struggle, whatever, beyond there, whatever. But it's we do want to play well so we don't distract from because it's especially when you're on there, like you sing off tune or you know, <laughs> your instrument is off tune or something. Yeah, that's... Break. like people notice it and they'll stop singing, right? And that's right. not the point, right, right? Right? But so it's like a fine balance. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> no, I hear you. I hear you. And I think that we will continue to walk that line. But um, I'm glad we're doing it together, at least in Dora. It's, it's always fun yeah. to serve and play with you and, and to see you play with other teams. So that it's always a blessing. I do have a question, actually, now that we're talking about it. Remember oh, yeah. we used to practice on Saturdays? Yeah. For time? Yeah. But then we don't do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. We don't. Why, don't, why did you take it away? <sighs> I can just scheduling i think scheduling was one thing i think also like okay we currently practice upstairs in the children's worship room right and we didn't always used to be up there i think we used to be in like the pc or the bungalow or something like that Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so somewhere along the line where wherever that transition took place i just said i think that this is over my my limit of what i can personally handle in terms of like getting a team ready to play on Sunday. Um, Mm. I think that the change was too harsh for me. And I think even going into the children's worship room, I think that was a hard change for me too. And I tried to adjust by making our team more acoustic and meaning like, oh, like I don't really play with my electric guitar anymore. We don't really have a drum set anymore. We have a cajon and we don't, Mm. we don't normally use a keyboard. Normally we just use the regular piano. And so that Mm. way, like, when we're just singing and practicing in the circle, like we're not really using microphones. So it's just kind of like, it's a really easy, like show up, just get as much like minutes as you can to practice. And yeah, you're right. I try to have like the chord sheets and the arrangements prepared beforehand. But in terms of like opening a room and getting gear and just like, you know, working a soundboard and, you know, making sure there's monitors. I, yeah. I think that's just too much for, for me to handle as like the the main leader and like the arranger and everything like honestly Mm -hmm. like a team of our size when we're practicing if we were plugged in we need like a sound person there like a dedicated sound person Mm -hmm. and I think that's just over my limits unfortunately you gotta know your weaknesses right (laughs) 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 you gotta know what you can handle you gotta know what you can handle I suppose yeah Honestly, uh, with the amount of time that we get to practice on Sundays, we're, we're pretty good. But I guess you do pick. <laughs> Pride rising. <laughs> yeah, like when we go for it, like we there's no time to waste. Like we just got pretty just, efficient. Yeah, we got to barrel through the song. But you know what? I honestly like I think it's a blessing because I don't know if we would have ever added this whole strings team and, you know, been able to. Um, even hear all the different harmonies that we're trying to do because now without like being burdened by AV equipment or just like you know without like having a good monitor mix and like not being able to hear anything like we can really just practice in a circle 
And I think that really contributes to me being able to hear everybody. And I'm sure it helps mm-hmm. you guys too, because you guys can hear each other's harmonies. Like you're really close. And so that way, by the time yeah. you get on stage, it's like, okay, now I got to stand here by myself. But at least you're kind of confident in like, at least we practiced yeah. it. I don't know how you feel, but I, I honestly, sometimes I like like our circle practice, like our, our second go through, like when I'm recording it. I like that better sometimes than the actual like Sunday service time, which is kind of messed up. It's kind of messed up because like the congregation's not with us. um, (laughs) Sorry to interrupt you. I feel like it's because we can hear each other better. When we're on stage and maybe it's the, you know, the proximity between all of us, especially when you're in a circle, you're much closer, but because we can hear that actually boosts our confidence. More. Right. Yeah, it does. And when it we're does. more spread out on the stage. Yeah. Um, yeah totally. But then we do have to trust each other more when we're on stage. Yeah, no, absolutely. To to deliver. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and you know, that's a team building thing, you know, like obviously like, okay, we practice it guys. Now we just got to execute it. I guess uh, a dream of mine, I guess, is to actually have like an unplugged like service or like, you know, an unplugged like worship session with the congregation in some form. I, I think it'd be cool for people to hear us in our in our natural unplugged state, you know, because like mm-hmm. when you're standing there next to our string section, like I think it's like kind of powerful. I don't know how you feel, but like I'm always mm-hmm. like, oh, she, this is this is nice. <laughs> It's very nice. I do have to say, I think with the transition to practicing the children's room and, and I think you changed your style. I didn't know that. So now I know oh, that yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. you're starting to do a more acoustic <laughs> style. Cause before, yeah, you were definitely the heavy electric guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, it'll it'll we come back someday. It'll come back someday. Just not, not yet. <laughs> but I like the acoustic, I have to say it. I, and I appreciate that you're willing to step out of your comfort zone. I don't know if it was, but it step is. out of your comfort zone yeah, it is. to it try is. a different style to accommodate the building, you know, being being built and then the transition mm. with our practice space. Well, thanks. And I appreciate all you guys, too, for uh, being willing to just try new things and also adjust on the fly. I guess we should. OK, I don't want to dwell too much on this. We, we got we got <laughs> we got an agenda here to talk about. Um, before we went to the in transit retreat, uh, you, you kind of went on another retreat the weekend before it's a small group retreat. Okay. Tell me about that because that's super interesting. It's all, all women, right? (laughs) Yes. So we went to big bear and this was something planned, uh, several months in the making because, um, especially because my small group has grown and, and transitioned newcomers, people leaving because of different life stages. It was so we've added some new members and actually we've added within the past year, we've added now five. Um, and I'm the, I guess the original now, which is so funny because yeah, in the beginning I was the new one and I was the youngest. Another situation the, where the oldest in the group. Yes. Yes. But Hey, that's life, right? I should it is really, life. You're um, right. I should, yeah, I should be fine with it yeah, now. You should embrace it. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't embrace it. That's right. Um, so I just thought like, hey, especially now we have a total of eight girls. Um, and it's hard to really get to know another. Um, like for, for a couple hours, uh, even within like if let's say we meet for three hours every two weeks, it's just tough to get everybody. To, I mean, just sharing prayer requests alone can take up an hour and a half or something. Um, so I thought a retreat would be really nice because we've always got, wanted to go on trips together. And um, I've with 
the, I guess the original other two, so Paula and Joyce and myself, we've, the three of us, we've gone on trips and gotten to know each other on trips because we ran trips together um, and just road tripped, um, but not in a small group setting because still, I just thought it was good. So we went to Big Bear and actually it was so um, awesome because uh, an older woman's small group from our church, we didn't know this, but they booked to go to Big Bear that same weekend for so their random. small group. Yeah. Yeah. But it's amazing because that older woman's small group, they technically adopted my small group. Um, <laughs> and we do serve lunch together and we have like Christmas gatherings every year. And I think we were just so excited when we found out that we, you know, both groups booked that weekend together without having discussed it. So I think definitely a highlight for everybody uh, during the trip. Um, yeah, we hiked together, we cooked together, but it was actually when we met in like the Big Bear Village and met up with the older women's small group. And we just met up for lunch and we got to sit. Basically, the way that we sat was kind of like an older woman, younger woman, older woman, because they had more people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was just really nice because I think afterwards we were like, hey, we really want to be them in like 20 years. Wow, wow, wow. That's <laughs> like, cool. They're a fun group. Yeah, yeah. And they were pretty generous. Like they treated us to ice cream as nice. a group. So nice. nice. We just had a blast hanging out with them. And then within our own group, I would say that I think I know everybody a little bit better now. Um, it's going to be a work in progress because definitely some people with personalities are more introverted than others and more open than others. And that's okay. Becoming more introverted. Yes. Becoming more introverted. That's me. <laughs> I will tell you this because I was cooking throughout the trip. I think I got really tired more easily. So I needed to sleep earlier and, um, I definitely was not as outgoing as probably a few years ago. I definitely wanted, I was the one trying to seek alone time uh, during my trip. But anyway, enough about me, but just, I think the trip was good. Our small group trip was good because we wanted to get to know one another better intentionally. And I think going on a trip, especially when we are all single, not married and able to do that, that's it's precious. So yeah. Why not? I take back my comment. That's not random. It's it's God ordained, I guess, that that, that happened. And I think it's Oh really, yeah, absolutely. God's yeah, sovereignty. I, yeah, I think it's really cool that um that you know this whole intergenerational thing is like playing out in your small groups. Um mm-hmm. and also, yeah, that you're finding yourself to be like the older one in the small group. And I guess, you know, I I'm sure you were the leader before, but you know, just kind of really being able to like provide oversight or provide even like more wisdom than like I guess you had before mm-hmm. I think it's cool it's super encouraging especially because you know you a lot of people like you know you see people come and go from small groups right and so when when you say right. that like you've been there um yeah it's a it's a good thing you know it's a good thing because you're you're living life and you're spending time investing in other people yeah. and and being like part of that church life I think that if I were you though I would also become more introverted just because Spending a lot of time with a lot of girls just seems like, yeah, it's, it's too much. Is it too much? <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, is it too much? Like, what do you, I mean, are, are you guys like chill or what? Like, what kind of, what kind of stuff it happens? Was like, is it just like talking all the time? Like, what is it? They were, there was a lot of talking all the time. Cause then we would ask like questions, like maybe. <laughs> like silly ones like hey what do you like about yourself personality wise what oh. don't you like that's not a silly and- that's super deep <laughs> <laughs> okay but yeah a deep silly one okay um okay. i don't know what's something that you find attractive in someone else <laughs> okay that's, that's that's fair that's 
So, I mean, those are fun. I mean, those are fun, but there was definitely someone talking throughout the whole time. And I think for me, just energy wise, um, I guess I am getting older and because I was cooking or was in charge of cooking, I woke up earlier. So I expended, I felt like I expended more energy. I needed time. Is the cooking thing something that you volunteered for or did you like get elected to do that? It was both. <laughs> <laughs> I always find myself, if, if if it's not me, it's probably like someone like Gabe, if, if we're like on the same road trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gabe is kind of the go-to food guy. And coffee yeah. guy, I guess. Yes, yes. <laughs> Do you think yeah. that... Um, so overall, it's a great trip, I would say. Okay, if you had to choose only one, would you do a co-gender uh, retreat or would you do a gen- one-gender retreat? If you only had to choose one for one summer? I would actually want a mixed gender. Nice. Why? Because yeah. Mark? Because Mark gets to go? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the ones that I found like the most fun were Mark didn't go. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> the half Sorry, marathon Sorry, one. Mark. I think I think um no, he won't care. But the one I think my most memorable one that I can remember is probably the Yosemite half that we did. And it was like oh. 13 of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you like those group. type of trips. Wait, but did you like that because you guys did the did the marathon or wait? No, was that the no, it's trip the bonding that? that really. It's the bonding. Oh, okay, all right. It's, the it half was okay. Exercise. I mean, yeah, for some people, it's the highlight, but for me, I kind of stopped caring about running. Mm-hmm. Are you I'm gonna? Tired now. Are you? You're done. <laughs> That's it for you. I'm done. I'm done. Are you sure? No more. My knees hurt. <laughs> Man, you are getting well, older. I'm just lazy. Now, I'm lazy. We're getting it, older. You know, I'm, I'd rather spend money on other things right now. Okay, let's let's talk about um, let's talk about how you're too old to do turf now. Let's talk about that. I guess that's our theme about <laughs> during this podcast. How uh, you're just too old to do anything now. Uh, first of all, I, I, you really shouldn't say that I'm too old because I was the youngest person serving. In <laughs> all right, you're, okay, fine, 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 fine. I take it back. I take it back. I'm going to clarify that, <laughs> but um, no, it wasn't because I was too old. Part of it was. Um, I would, I wanted a break, um, just from serving, um, Friday nights to refresh, I think my own soul. But the second was just the commute from Irvine to Walnut. It's, it's fine, but I think I honestly, at by 9 PM, I was kind of dying. Yeah. I no, wasn't, um, yeah, that's hard. I, it's a hard myself. I was kind of, kind of like falling asleep. Oh um, yeah. That's not safe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely No, I felt that... like it wasn't fair to the students and that I couldn't really um I was just so tired during discussion group and they knew they knew I was tired and I felt bad. Um the discussions would wake me up, but then by the end of the night I was I was dead tired. So I didn't think that was good. Um at first I didn't know if it was just because it was, was it work was just so busy, was it even valid that I stepped down for these reasons? But then I did talk to like PT and Gabe and, and just said, hey, this is kind of where I'm at. Um, I feel like I do need to spend more time just like refreshing my own soul um, and maybe taking a break from Friday nights because I'm physically exhausted. Um, but I also feel like I wasn't able to fully invest in the students because I was so tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. drained from work. Yeah. So. How, how are you doing like? without having those students in your life, like on a week to week basis, like, I'm sure you miss them, right? 
Yeah, I mean, they just started zero week last week. And I did, a part of me was like, oh man, it's kind of weird to not be there on a Friday night. Um, um, and I think I will miss them. But at the same time, I'm hoping I will still meet up with the certain few that I've kind of invested in. Um, and I'm always open to meetups. I just don't think like Friday nights for now, at least with my current situation with a new job and just the commute back on a Friday night, um, I'm not able to invest. And I do think it's kind of nice to step away also from serving. I just kind of also ask God, you know, where do you want me to be? Um, is it to continue in turf? Because I continue to inter- in turf to follow my girls from high school, from Unicoi. Right, right, right. And you spent, what was it, a year with them or two years? Um, in turf, it was one year. Okay. Uh, and in Unicoi, it was three years. Okay, right, right, right. right. Yeah. To me, it sounds like you made the right decision. I mean, obviously, like, you prayed about it and got some guidance. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's safety and your energy. And it sounds like, you know, being able to focus and, you know, even do meetups outside of turf is is definitely open to you and it's something you actually want to do and so i think that's also a good way to continue being in their lives yeah for sure i think i will definitely miss um serving with the turf counselors like it was fun it was it was like serving with your friends it was well because we are friends we are all friends it's like if Ray and then robin and then gabe and pt like i think we had fun yeah it was fun it's a good team i think that I think that it is like, you know, about the students, but equally so, like who you serve with does make an impact in how much you enjoy um, being there and, you know, how much uh, you enjoy working together, you know, as a group. Okay, one more question for you, Andor, and then then I'll let you go. Um, I'll do some cross podcast promotion here on uh, SVRGN. Jess said that she doesn't like it when I count off. One, two, three, four <laughs> to intro the songs. And so I'm going to try uh-huh. not doing that. Uh, I just want to know mm-hmm. how you feel about this. I think it'll it'll take some time getting used to if you don't do it because I'm used to you doing it. But then again, I think we'll get used to it, you not doing it. But I will have to say, um, after I listened to the podcast, I think I told you guys this. Yeah, thanks for listening. When she was talking about she didn't want you to count off. I was like, yeah, but I like that you count off. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's your, it's like an errand thing because no one else does it. No one else <laughs> counts off. <laughs> then are we becoming trademark. normal? It's my trademark move. <laughs> well, Thanks, Endora. I mean, yeah. I'm not in the congregation, so I don't know if it is distracting, as Jess says. Good point. And it's fair for Jess to say it. I'll try to adapt. And Endora, I'm thankful that you sing with me and that you're also willing to try new crazy things like not counting in when we do <laughs> music. <laughs> Thanks for doing the podcast, Endora. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, Endora, for being my guest on the show. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Please send me your feedback or questions for follow-up. You can even send me any questions specifically for Endora to follow up on, and I'll be sure to get to them in the next few episodes. In the show notes, you'll find links to the SoundWords podcast archive. And don't forget to subscribe to SoundWords on YouTube, Spotify, or your favorite podcast player. Just search for SoundWords. My website is musicgoon.com. The email address for this podcast is soundwords at musicoon.com. And you can always tweet me at musicoon. Thanks. See you soon.